Welcome Tom back. Tom Hickey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's the start of the show from you. Uh, do you want to give the, re- the listeners a reason why you just brought up Tom Hickey to start the pod? You nearly blew my eardrums out. Yeah. Sorry. No, I drew, I, I drew the late card and I had to draw a card of some random AFL player to bring up in the podcast at some point. So just hardly get it over and done with right and early. Oh, nice. Do you even know who Tommy is? Yeah, plays for Sydney. Yep, nice, because you got the card, which I like to see. But other than that, welcome back, everyone, to the next episode of the Weekly Wrap for this week. We're going to do a special edition for the AFL Grand Final, which will be on Saturday this week. So hoping to get this one out Thursday morning so you can get your early predictions for what's going to happen this Saturday. The G between Brisbane and Collingwood. Uh, we're not going to really go through the other sports this week as from the spots covered it in terms of the soccer so if you want to follow the soccer or football, depending on if you're from the UK, make sure you follow from the spot this week. And, of course, the man with me at the moment, the lottery, he'll have both his lottery episodes out this week. So what are we going to be covering this week for the lottery? Uh, we got two meetings we're going to cover. we got the Mooney Valley with Moya on the Friday night. And then on Saturday, they've got three group ones up at uh, Randwick for the day. So I'm not going to cover the there's – a, there's a Vic meeting at Mornington on the Saturday, but – I'm not covering Warners and doesn't interest me at all. So we'll do the group one racing, the the card for the Friday night at the Valley and the group and the three group ones at Randwick on the Saturday. I've actually had people ask me if you're going to be doing Friday at the Valley. Yeah. I've had two different people ask me, so I'm going either one. You and you and Harley? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> either they're degenerates or you actually might be making some good content, mate. So it's great to see. So those episodes will be out again usually at their usual times. We will do a bit of a wind back now and Instead of going to an overall of all the sports that we usually do and then going to a break, I'm just going to do a bit of a, a wind back for the prelims from the weekend. So the Pies won in an absolute war. Couldn't believe that they won that one. Did you end up watching that game, Lottie? Yeah, I did. At, did you think GWS was going to win? Yep. How did you see it? I thought they were going to win the whole way. Yeah, and it felt that way. I think they honestly probably should have won. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's very just like all the – Missed umpire calls and everything late in the game. That Toby Green get taken high, yeah, very decisive at the moment. But it doesn't change. It doesn't change at the end of the day. They've still won, so they have. There's going to be a lot of complaints about it. The weather he has been. So it was also. I'm not sure if you guys seen it. Brent Daniels that plays for GWS. He got drove into the ground in a tackle, and then he went off on concussion. And he, but he went off on concussion ten minutes later. So in that ten minutes, he was running around. He set up a goal. He was all involved in the play, and then the doctor came in and said, "Oh, you got to come off for a concussion test with like ten minutes to go in, in, what, game. In, he, in the last quarter. In the last quarter, and he was dominating for GWS, and so he had to come off. So he didn't get to play the last minute, uh, ten minutes, because you have fifteen minutes in protocol for HIAs, and he didn't get to play and finish off the end. And obviously, we know Collingwood won. Can't guarantee he was going to do anything, but the fact that he didn't get to play was a bit like. What about Dugowie? And Dugowie was off as well. He, he, they he got stranded. Get, yeah. yeah, they couldn't get him back he on. Be, he was off for the last eight minutes or something, they said. Oh, would have been an absolute boil over if they had a loss from there. And then Toby Green had that shot at the end that got marked towards the line. But Collingwood and GWS always seem to have a good game, I reckon. Yeah, they do. And it was fantastic to watch if you're a Collingwood supporter. But We're before, not. before I go any <laughs> further on Collingwood's successes, we got to go to the negatives, and it's grand final week. We've been busy over the weekend with commentary gigs. Hicksy's been busy with me, so he gets a pass mark. His team's in the grand final. He's done 14 hours' work for SC over the Monday, Tuesday. And then I say, boys, we need a grand final special. You know, most of you are all Collingwood supporters. 
really looking forward to the grand final and crickets. So I said, okay, uh, Monday, that's fine. That's fine. No crickets again. And then come to today, righto, boys, let's get into it now. We'll do a grand final preview. We don't have to do the rest of the show. Let's talk up the pies. Crickets again. So for that fact, all those boys owe a six-pack for the work Christmas party, which will be this Friday. Hixie's the only one that gets away with it. He's going to be away for it, so he's fine. But uh, this is a public service announcement that they owe a six-pack for Friday, which definitely helps my case because I was going to be catering the event. So I've just made that rule up on the spot there, and I think it's deserving. What do you think? They're cool. 100%. So I'm happy with that. More piss for us. But in the end, uh, yeah, the Pies were too good, winning by a point as well in the grand final, which is interesting. Rubber, I should say, not Harley. Rubber, <laughs> your boys uh, won in a prelim last year by a point against Collingwood as well. It's a good feeling. Was that only by a point? That was by a point yeah, as well. by a point, yeah. It was. And I was probably in the same state while watching the both games as well. It was, but it's interesting. Point. But it's funny enough, Sydney obviously win that by a point, then go into the grand final and get absolutely smashed. We could potentially see a repeat of of that, what are your thoughts? Yeah, hopefully Brisbane come out there firing and just absolutely bury them. I love it. See. <laughs> I love it. But GWS, in all seriousness, they had a great year. I had them not making the eight. I think I had them in 12th or 13th, and I thought that was generous. So for them to make a prelim is even more impressive. And now we've got to get into the other game. Lottie, do you do want to kick to? things off? Do we have to? Yes, we do. It is a grand final podcast. It would be oh, okay. weird if we didn't. So yeah, true. I'll let you start things off here for a second. Uh, well, there's not much really to say. We looked like we had the game won in the first 15 minutes. I've never been that keen in my life. Like after I was pretty confident against Sydney, no offense. But Where were you watching it? I was outside by the pool. Just It was just me and my missus out there. Everyone else was – Simone and Brenda were at, were at a wedding. Like it was just us and I had the whole area to myself. I couldn't – I couldn't stomach. Harley invited me around to his actually, but I was like, no, nah, I can't. I've got to watch it by myself. I can't stomach it. So were you pacing? I wasn't pacing. I was a couple deep at that time because I'd started drinking a golf at about 10 in the morning. So yeah, I was a bit lubricated by the time the game come around. I and mean, it's I didn't even realize it was at 5.15. I thought it was at 7.30 and then I called Harley during the day and he's like, no, the game's at like 5 o'clock. I was like, no, it's not. Yeah. And I checked and it was. So I was the same. I was like, oh, it's not a twilight. It yeah. just sort of randomly popped up. But I think they've been doing that the last couple of years. I think it gives... Like Carl, well, it gives Carlton time to get home on a flight that night, so there's no. Well, wouldn't it have been because he, in Brisbane? Yeah, and wouldn't it have been NRL because there was yeah, there would have been NRL on that night, and they're more of a. Nah, it's. I thought that might have been the case too, but it's because you want the same advantage going into the grand final. So if Carlton had have won, if it was a night game, they would have had to stay over or fly home at like two o'clock in the morning from Brisbane to get back. So then they're trying to equate it that you've got the same at least seven days rest or six days rest. It is. That is the rule. There you go. Okay. And it comes down to. So that's why I think there's been a lot of twilight games. If you remember the Bulldogs-Giants game, how good that was. That was a twilight game. There's been plenty of them. Oh, shit, righto. Since. So don't absolutely fact check me on that, but um, I'm 99.9% sure that is the reason. So it's pretty much a fact. But, yeah, kick the first five goals of the game and it was like – Oh, Carlton and Come, by how Carlton, much? Yeah, exactly right. We thought, I much? thought they just ran out of room. Like Brisbane, I think like that was the thing going in where Brisbane just had all the pressure on them. Like we did have some pressure because we hadn't made a grand final in 20 odd years or something. So we definitely had a bit of a burden, but they were the hot favourites. They like, if they lost that, it was just inconsolable. Like they needed to win that and they definitely had that, um, that little chip on their shoulder for the whole night. But they just, yeah, at the end of the day, they just proved too good for us. There's three players that I really loved their prelim performance. It was Jordan Degoe 
on the first night, had 34 touches, 13 clearances, and was just breaking every tackle. And that was like sort of like watching prime Dustin Martin there for a bit, I reckon. He was absolutely dominating, so he was good to see. And then it comes to the Lions game as well, and Harris Andrews, if he wasn't playing in that first quarter, he was taking intercept mark after intercept yeah, it would mark. Yeah, it, it would have been a lot of – the score differential would have been a lot different. Yeah, you would have been up by 50 points. And even Kerno kicked a goal in the first quarter and it was like, yeah, oh, he could be on here as well. Doherty kicked one and you go, oh, the good feeling story. Um, but there was another player as well, Josh Dunkley, who was tagging um, Patrick Cripps for a bit of the night. He was really dominant as well. He was on Walsh for a bit there. And um, those boys dominated and from the end of it there – Charlie Cameron missed a couple of easy ones, but it was all the lines after the second quarter. And then it went to how much? I don't is- think we kicked a goal after the first quarter to the last quarter or something. Nah, you're right. So it was like... We just lost all momentum. It went from how good's Carlton and how much are they going to win by to then Brisbane dominating going, oh, Brisbane's going to kick away with it. And then we had Carlton come back towards the end and it was just like it was 16 only, it was, points. Yeah, no, I reckon it was only 10. Yeah. Well, I think it, got, it was only 10 points. It got down to real close. Yeah. It was like eight minutes left to go. And I was thinking far out. Carlton's going to come back and win this yep. again from there and obviously wasn't to be. That's going to be just make an interesting grand final day, which, yeah, I, th- I think Collingwood-Carlton would have been unbelievable, but I, th- I, f- I feel like the two best sides for the year are in the grand final. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. They definitely will. They were one and two, but I just well, – we'll get to our predictions soon, so I'll, I'll leave it for that. I won't say it yet. Yeah, we'll leave our predictions. Harley's been studying for the last three and a half hours, so I had to pay him a bit of OT for this, but – um, before we go to our break and then obviously break down the grand final for what it will be, did any, did you watch the Brownlow Monday night? I watched about 15 minutes of it. I just kept checking the thing after that. I didn't really, I wasn't interested in it this year. Yeah, I watched till about round 10, I reckon. Jeez, okay. they drag it out. Oh, it's what they didn't start voting or the actual votes until like 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. There, like, there's no like, I watched the first time, I was like, this is like, it's like. Yeah, round three. I'm like, I don't need to listen to this until like round 20 or something. Like when at least yeah. it's interesting, I don't need to listen to this. Well, yeah, exactly. Just have it on a little bit earlier and so we can all watch it. Mm. Like, I would have loved to watch the whole thing and see how it planned out. Well, why do you have to have all those ceremony things that night? I know you're trying to make a night of it, but imagine if they sort of read through them and then they had one or two bits and then it was... Yeah. I think every bloke agrees as well. 100%. It's the way that it is, but money talks and that's why it'll never change from the way that it was. But Lockie Neal winning... Uh, congrats to him, and obviously he could do the big one that Dustin Martin did yeah. and win the Norm Smith. He was paying like, I think they said going into it, he's paying like 15 bucks or something. Like he was 11, I think it was. I, rec- I reckon I was saying 15 somewhere. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. It's like he, he wasn't spooked around it. Like right. he, it was a little bit, but like not like not much compared to the others. Well, he even said himself that he was a bit shocked that he won yeah. it. Yeah. Before it, he said, I'm not expecting anything. Yeah. Like. yeah, exactly. So it's interesting the way that pans out and. You can have your debates over it. I think that the coaches, so they have a coaches award vote. Um, I know a lot of the other people know, but out there, but it, the coaches just do five, four, three, two, one. So both coaches, and you can get maximum of ten votes. So each coach is five, four, three. Way better. The coaches know who's playing well for their teams and voting them on there. And if they did that for Brownlow Knight instead, it'd be unreal. But I don't think the AFL would ever go down that path. Imagine this coach, coach had a favorite. Yeah, coach had a favorite as well, and you could change. It from there, but I think the umpires are too busy watching the game yeah. to know what's going on. Maybe it should be us. The SC boys should yeah. be sitting around there, and um, after a couple of beers, you get to sit there and vote on it. What a terrible idea! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, the same thing would be favourites for me. Everyone would be like Zach Merritt, best on Gil, definitely. Gil, if you're listening, we're on. 
Guilt, yeah, bang on. Get us round. Just before you finish up as CEO, get the SE boys to do the Brownlow each each week. It'd be out and real to do it that way. MVP and fraud awards. That's what we could change it to. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine handing out a fraud award at that that kind of event. Yeah, mate, look, you absolutely stunk today. Not happy with that. All right, we'll go to our break now and then we're going to break down the predictions of the grand final for 2023. Before we get into our grand final predictions, got to get something off my chest as well. It's a little bit different from talking about sports. I haven't even told you boys either, but just went and got myself a haircut. Um, you know, you're feeling pretty good, you know, and you get a haircut. You don't, I don't really like to look in the mirror when I'm getting a haircut. So I think it's just like, I don't know, it's just a weird thing and then you're looking at the barber. Anyway, so I've got this haircut and I've walked out and I remembered a while ago on TikTok, this bloke called me Macca's Head. Absolutely roasted me because I've got the golden arches. Uh. For hairline a, for a bit of a hairline. Anyway, I was like, oh, I felt good about the haircut. I don't know. It just felt like one of those haircuts. And I walked to the car and I looked at myself and I just seen the big golden arches and I went, "Geez, that bloke was right." And I'm like, "It's getting worse. This Macca's <laughs> hairline too." So uh, yeah, that's that's my story about you know to go overseas and get one of those hair, hair transplants <laughs> or something like that. The Macca's haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, the um the second haircut you've got. In two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, and what? two absolute stinkers. <laughs> what do you mean? Jeez, you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, str- I'm struggling for a good haircut at the moment. Where'd you get one two weeks ago? Oh, you absolutely butchered it. It was <laughs> what? I oh, know I've got a weird head. I got. I'm not. I'm not going to name Box the head. barber, but I had three different blokes cut my hair in the one go. I know I've got a mega head, and it might cost them extra to do it. But three different blokes <laughs> tried to fix the haircut and couldn't do it. And anyway, I look like the Macca's hairline now. So that's the way that that's trending for me, and I'd just like to say I'm going to be starting to sell SC hats soon. That's where I'm getting at with this. So SC, bu- SC bucket hats are going to be coming soon because with the golden arches logo on it, yeah, with the golden arches of SC across it. And I reckon you're not far off one either. So I'm long past it, mate. Yeah, I'll probably have to get you. I don't know. What I'm a half crescent moon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's time to get into the serious stuff now. AFL Grand Final week. We all love it. We all love to sit around and. Everyone watches it in a different way. I reckon there's nothing better than having a barbecue and sitting there and watching it. But before we pick our uh, predictions and how the game's going to go, um, I want to know your favourite grand final memory that you've Dom got. Shade. Dom Shade. Dom kicking, Shade. Kicking that goal. Absolutely. Probably get me calling what supporter's heart. And from a Carlton supporter, it doesn't get any better than that. Imagine if that happened again. I oh, know. Well, yeah, I, I can't imagine it. But, like, from recent memory, like, that is just, that's too good to believe. You, it's one of those moments when Dom Shea kicks that goal, you go, I'm never going to forget this yeah. moment. Well, it's, it's even that. Like, I just don't like when I was, I don't really remember the grand finals when I was younger, like just from recent memory that I can remember. And that's still probably one of the biggest grand final moments of all time. So it'd have to be for sure. Harley, what about yourself? Well, it definitely wasn't uh, last year. That's for sure. Uh, what was wrong with last year? The 70 point pumping that we got oh, handed true. to us. Yeah. Anyway, forgot all about it. Yeah, shit. Um, to be honest with you, I don't really have one. Like every other grand final I've been to, or I was going to say, Doggy's winning it, but then that was against the Swans again as well. <laughs> so that probably doesn't help help your case from that one for sure. But a couple of the grand finals, like you said, they've sort of been spankings over the yeah. last few years. Giants won. The last close one was probably that Dom Shee goal. Like you had that, and then the next year Richmond end up pumping GWS in a massive game. 
Then 2020 for the AFL Grand Final, that was in Brisbane. That was through Tigers, COVID. And- Tigers and Geelong. That was close, but it didn't really yeah. have the same feel to it because it was a night Grand Final. 21, we had the Bulldogs spank the West uh, Melbourne spank the Bulldogs in that Grand Final, and then last year's as well, of course, Geelong and Sydney. So I reckon we're due for a close one. Hopefully. Definitely due for a close one, and that's why we'll give our predictions now. And we're going to start with myself. Are you your grand final moment? Best grand final moment? Yeah, 2000, I reckon. I really <laughs> remember it. Uh, it was about three and a half at the time. Best Sitting memory there watching ever. the boys going, how good's this? Having a couple of froffies. Uh, uh, best grand final moment for me. I was obviously too young to remember. I do sort of remember towards 2001, 2002, and then it's just been all downhill from there, but... Um, probably my favourite grand final memory would it nearly have to be 2009 Geelong versus St Kilda that was in the wet and Matthew Scarlett did the toe poke kick to Gary Ablett. He went on and they kicked a goal and they won by nine points, I think, in the end over St Kilda. That was an unreal grand final. Uh, Saints should have won that one and then they go on to the draw the next year and lose that one. So they were a bit stiff, but that's probably mine. Yeah, nice. I don't even remember that. So <laughs> No, I was going to say you wouldn't remember it, but. Back then. It was 2009. 2009, yeah. Let's get into our first goal scorers now. Everyone likes this kind of a market because it's that first thing that really gets you engaged, besides the bounce, of course, and the grand final starting, but it's who's got the ball, who's going to kick this one? So I'll start it off, and I reckon Lincoln McCarthy from the Brisbane Lions is a good chance to kick it. He's paying about $21 at this stage. We're not going to name bookies because no one sponsors us yet, but $21 then. I reckon he's a pretty good chance to kick the first goal. Who wants to go next? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with Cam Rayner. Um, nice. Bit of, a, bit of a left field sort of, I don't know. We spoke about it off air though. He's the type of like you can picture him kicking the first goal and everyone going off to winning it. You just got to envision it. I think we're all going Brisbane players here. Really? Yeah. Who you got? I was going to go Joe Danaher. Yes. <laughs> yes. I just think like he, he, knew he'd, he knew he'd be one of the like his full like he'd have to be yeah, one of the favorites. I think he's paying like eight bucks. I remember like I remember like when it was Jeremy Cameron and he like he was favorite for that. Like I don't mind like the favorite like I think I don't know if he's actual favorite or not, but like he'd be up there and he seems like the kind of an oddball. Like it'd just be. Oh, they'd be looking for him for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just that's what I mean. Imagine, I, I, yeah, just imagine the having a pick. Crowd. Yeah, that's what I'm, I, I reckon. Like it, it'd be really, it's kind of like not left field, but like it's definitely not who you'd expect from a like from a full forward. Like if a full forward was going to kick it, you wouldn't think it'd be him. So I'm going to go him. Joey, both arms out doing the bloody finger twirls that he does. <laughs> Joey's at Get ten bucks at the moment. That's good value. Who's who's favorite? Him, him, Charlie Cameron. And they're all ten bucks. Ten bucks. Maya check. Elliot ten fifty. Yeah, no. yeah. I'd. I, I, but yeah, we, we've all gone Brisbane. So yeah, I like that so far. Well, Who do you have? Rayner. He's at seventeen bucks. Lincoln McCarthy at gone into nineteen. So they've obviously listened live into the pod right now <laughs> to edit those odds. <laughs> I like it. But um, it's going to be an interesting game. The way that it pans out, I'll go on my little spiel here for a little bit before we give our predictions. But Collingwood is a side that previously has been known to come from behind and win. As the start of the year, we've always known that they're a side that. You know, and you go, oh, you can't rule Collingwood out. If they're down on Anzac Day like they were to Essendon, thanks for bringing that up again. Or against, they did it against St Kilda, they did it against Adelaide throughout the year. Um, even against Port Adelaide, they did it. Jamie Elliott kicked another goal there. So at the start of the year, that was the trend and the trend's your friend for the way that they were playing. And then halfway through the year, they sort of lost the way that they were going about it. And now they're sort of a side that's just sort of hung around at the start of a the game. They've always been sort of close. They were with Melbourne. Melbourne should have 
in a way, nearly beaten them in that qualifying final. I thought Melbourne had every chance to win that one and then obviously they lost to Carlton in the same manner. And then GWS had every chance to beat them in the prelim the other night, I thought. So I feel like Collingwood was sort of holding on a little bit from there and Pie supporters are probably throwing up right now listening <laughs> to that. Yes, they deserve to win. They've hung on from a way to do so. But against Brisbane, they're going to have to find ways to score because Brisbane are a side that scores so heavily. Like you've seen it against Carlton the other night, how many goal scorers that they had. Seen it against Port. Charlie Cameron's going to get you, and if he doesn't, Joe Danaher will. If he doesn't, Hitwood would. If not, Rayner. Could be any of those blokes can kick a bag of goals. So I think it's going to have to be a high-scoring grand final because Collingham's got a great defence. Obviously, you've got Quainor, Moore, Murphy, all these blokes down in defence. But if one of them is going to get loose, it could be Charlie Cameron. Could be any of the blokes that we spoke about that kicks goals. So I think Collingwood's going to have to go on the attack. And the fact that Dan McStay, their full forward, is out, they're going to have to look to their smaller blokes. And my check obviously have to step up and kick a heap of goals to win it. And I think that they can do that. And they'll have to do that through the midfield, through Dugowie, Dacos, Pendlebury, Sidebottom, all of these players, obviously Tom Mitchell as well. So I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. And that's why I reckon it, it could be close because Brisbane are going to kick that much of a score that it's going to be hard for Collingwood to... Come back from it. Yeah, you can come back from it. But in saying that, um, it is time to give our predictions. But we'll give our predictions first and then our Norm Smith because you usually, with your predictions, it's probably it's basically going to be the bloke that wins it from there. So um, as much as I've said that Brisbane have had a great year in that, they struggle at the MCG. Pies have played there for that many weeks on end. And I think that the way that they just sort of grind out and hold out wins, we're going to see it one more time. And I think the Pies win this by seven points. Right. <laughs> In a real close grand final, I had the exact same. I had pies by seven. Did you really? Not even. I'm not even cheating you. That's what I had in my head. Pies by seven. Right. Interesting. I'll go. I'll, I'll go by six then, just to make just to be just, different. Just to be different. But I, I, I dead on in my head was going to say pies by seven. Yeah. And grand finals is, and I'll tell you right now, I think it's the same with tipping throughout the year. I think sometimes I go, oh, I think I can get ahead of it. Grand final day, it's anyone's game on the day. I thought Sydney was going to win last year, and they get rolled. Yeah. I, I I seriously struggle with tipping on grand final days, to be honest. That's why I've tipped Brisbane to break the curse and Brisbane by 25. Mm. Oh, <laughs> audacious. Wow. I just checked the weather then. It's going to be 28 degrees, so it's going to be a cracking day. They're used the, to playing in that weather. used to playing in that weather. They've got their upper hand there, but if they can just get past that, that little... I don't know, that little niggle in their head saying that... Little they, niggle? It's going to be 90,000 Collingwood supporters booing no, them down. We're, corporate we're, we're, they not good. we're not good. We're not good, the MCG. We can't win their RRR, but I reckon they've got something to prove and they're going to do it. As long as they get off to a good start, I reckon. If, yes. Col- if Collingwood kicks the first couple of goals, I know they did it against West Coast, low Dom Sheed. Yeah. But seriously, this year, I reckon they could blow the game apart. Yeah. And we all just want to... I know I, our I, team's on it. We yeah. want a close green final. I, I do. Like, I'm, I'm going to be barricading for Brisbane. I fucking hate Collingwood. I'm going for Brisbane, but I do think Collingwood, like, at the G, like, the G, like, with their, like, home, like, I just don't think Brisbane can beat them at, at the G. Like, if Carlton would have beaten Brisbane up there and it was a Carlton Collingwood green final, I reckon we could have knocked off Collingwood at the G, but I don't think Brisbane can beat them at the G. Interesting take. And the funny thing is, the boys aren't even on and we're sort of tipping them. Yeah, fuck them. They're obviously not good Collingwood supporters then. That's yes, correct. A lot of them will be going to the grand final, though. They're going to have to be big on the socials this week, (laughs) I reckon. Yep, I agreed on that. Massive on the socials. And thanks, everyone, that does tune in and help out the socials. Absolutely love it. 25 points. I'm still trying to get over it. I'm just loving it. Absolutely (laughs) loving it. All right, now we're going to go with our Norm Smith. Um, 
I'll start things off. And I think, like I, I've stated it earlier, he was enormous last week. Um, Jordan Ngoi, I think that he gets it again. I think Josh Dunkley goes to him at the start and they just can't contain him because, like I said, he breaks the tackles and then Josh Dunkley's going to have to go find his own footy. Like he always does, he started well last week, had 13 touches, I believe, in the first quarter. So I just think Dugowie's just influence around the ball and having Tom Mitchell in that side really helps them as another big body. Taylor Adams being out um, probably doesn't help a little bit there, but Dugowie's just an absolute star. Who have you got? I'm just going to – like, truly nicked out. Like, if the if the Pies will win it, I think the AFL have a bit of a – like, when he won the Anzac Day medal and shit, like, he had a good game that round. But I reckon even if he has a mediocre game, like – I, I still think that they're just like the AFL is so in love with him. Even yeah, if they he is sorry for him for not winning the brown line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I yeah, I I think he doesn't even need to have the best game of his life. He just he he just needs to have like a subpar game and they'll give it to him. He's got to have like twenty five. Yeah, like he like he could maybe kick a couple. Yeah, like I reckon even if like Dugowie, we're saying it as if it's so easy. Hey? Yeah, twenty five. Like yeah, I reckon even if Dugowie like had better stats him for the day and had more impact, I still reckon they'd give it to Dacos. Right. I don't think they've just got a crush on him. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with the favourites. Yep. Is he's, he? Oh, I'd imagine he'd be the, the favourite. Yeah. yeah. Four bucks flat. Yeah. I'd take, yeah, I'm more than happy with the that. The goer was at 650. What do we got? Rubber. Rubber's got. He's going for the norm, the perfect year, Lockie Neal, if Brisbane win. Nice. And um, if Collingwood, I reckon they'll give it to the cap. <clears throat> Darcy. Darcy Moore. Really? Darcy Moore. Yeah, I reckon they'll give it he to He could him. shut down yeah. down there and take a heap of big marks. I really like that one. I like. All three of ours are probably no, probably our two are more obvious ones, and his is more left field. But someone's got to do it. I do really like the options. It's going to be a cracking grand final. Though. Is there anything else we want to add to it? What would Darcy Moore have to do to to actually get it? Like take ten intercepted marks again, or yeah, that's a good point. I reckon he'd have to. Joe Danaher would have to kick under two goals. Let's say he's playing on Joe Danaher. Or he could be playing on Hipwood. I think they've got to be under two goals and he'd have to have one of those performances where he probably has like 20-plus disposals and he's just rebounding it. And, you know, and he's got that run and he takes a mark and he keeps running. Yeah. Just that sort of a vibe yeah, to yeah. it. You go, geez, he's dominating. <laughs> Needs to have that sort <laughs> of vibe to it, out. I reckon. And Lockie Neal, what do you reckon? Lockie Neal for me, well, I reckon everyone might be judging him harshly and it's sort of like what happened with Dustin Martin when everyone goes, oh, but you just give it to Dustin Martin again. And then he goes out and kicks four goals and has 25. And everyone's like, yep, fair enough. Norm Smith medalist will give you that one. So I think he's going to have to do something extraordinary to win it. Have many, like, I, I don't really know, but, like, have many defenders ever won it? Yeah, Brian Lake has won it uh, when he was at Hawthorne. Joe Brian Hannon. Lake. Yeah. Thanks for that multi yeah. <laughs> a couple of years ago, you spud. Thanks, Bronson. <laughs> should, we, should we bring that up? I get it. You might as well. So uh, great this mate is, of the This pod. is actually a great story. I love this story. <laughs> I hate this story. <laughs> great mate of ours, um, Bronson Duker, who's been on the podcast, obviously, plenty of times. Gave us the Chinese whispers. It was from his, it was from his brother, wasn't it? It's from his brother whose dogs ate the homework by the uncles, cats, friends, neighbours. Says that Brian Lake wins Survivor. Absolutely, and there get was on a, it. No, and there was a double with the with the Bachelorette too. Like it was the Honey Badger season, of the Bachelor, and like this chick wins this, and Brian Lake wins the wins Survivor. Yeah, it was the double. I it, remember it. So we've all loaded up on Brian Lake to win it. Bonson goes, I am that confident at just throw it on. Boys were throwing absurd amount of money on this thing. Like that because it was his brother's, like his brother gave him the tip and it was his brother's mate and his brother went around to his work and the people at his work went to the bank and took out loans to put bets on for it. No way. Like, yeah, haven't you, like, wow. <laughs> I, Bronson just told me this multiple times. 
Like that, wow. that he was telling he was telling his mates at work and they wouldn't took loans yet to put bets on. That's incredible. <laughs> so we were messaging That's the best story. <laughs> so we were messaging people about it and then they were saying, Oh no, I've actually spoken about and it's become this thing where it was just like no one actually has any idea. It's Chinese whispers for built what it is. I think, the, but I tell you right, no one was sitting on the edge of their seat more than us watching that Survivor for the last episode. <laughs> well, I didn't even watch Survivor. I didn't even know what it was about. <laughs> but I tell you right now, Brian Lake did not win. <laughs> and uh, those people, people probably took out those loans and went, "Oh boy, what have I got myself into here?" Because don't trust the Dukers. <laughs> so anyone. That's why you always gamble responsibly, word of mouth, talking about going, oh, this bloke's a certainty or this thing's happened. You don't know unless you've actually seen it with your own eyes. Don't go off someone else's statements. So in saying that, I think that the Pfizer win <laughs> by seven plus this week. Lock me in on that one. Uh, but it should be a, a good bit of fun. Is there anything else we want to talk about come green finals? Any other questions that you've got either for me or for any of the listeners out there that I can post on the socials? Anything about green finals today that we want to finish up with? Who's the act? Who's the Kiss. pre-game act? Oh, really? Are they doing halftime? Do they do halftime as pre-game, well? Pre-game, I think. So the AFL does pre-game. Whereas oh, is, right. is there no halftime? There better, is halftime, but I think it's rubbish. Better than bloody G-flip life. that bloody had a G-string out bloody last year, was it? Yeah, yeah. Was, was it? Was she there at the, at the AFL or was that the NRL? No, oh, I reckon yeah. she was AFL. Drums. Or was yeah, that, she, might was been, that, she might have been halftime. Or was that Tones and I? I can't remember. Then Tony Williams was good last year. Yeah, and it was yeah. Roy Williams last year. That's oh, right. Yeah. yeah. She must have been half time then, maybe. It was. So I think it's a bit outdated having Kiss, by the way. <laughs> Controversial. What do they get? Like, why do we need to get old, old no, games like this? Why, why do we, we get, get ACDC the, or something? What? Why do we just get shit people? Like, besides Robbie Williams, everything else percent has just been shit. We've never, like, what's the good, besides Robbie Williams, what's the last good act we've had at the AFL thing? Couldn't even tell you. That's what I mean. Like the NFL kill it. Like they all, all theirs are through the roof. Like why yeah, is it? I know the NFL is bigger and everyone's in yeah. Hollywood. But like surely the like AFL could just be like, okay, let's actually get someone half decent for once. It would be good. It adds like another attraction yeah. to it. Like Robbie Williams was the exception, I yeah. reckon. You bang on there. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm looking forward to the rematch from 20 and 21 years ago. So good luck to all Pies fans out there. Good luck to all Lions fans out there. Shout out Stewie, by the way. <laughs> hey, Stewie, SK. SK. So hopefully they go all right. Um, you won't even watch it. <laughs> no, nah, probably not. He'll be out fishing on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Lions get up on you, boys. <laughs> That's how he'll be speaking. Uh, but, uh, we'll see how we go next week. And it'll either be all the Pies boys will say they're coming on again and they'll win and be having a celebrations or no one will want to come on yet again this week. But thanks for joining me, Harley and Lottie. No worries, mate. Thanks for having us. Cheers, mate.